Hi, here are some of my thoughts on writing and life for July. The last six months have certainly been scary. Our lives have been overwhelmed with fears. Fears about the impact of economic downturns, political corruption, long-standing racial inequality, and of course the pandemic-generated health crisis. And while some of us have been inspired by these fears to write about love, freedom, empowerment, the value of a human life, others of us have found it challenging, if not well-nigh impossible, to put pen to paper or fingers to keyboard and produce a single piece of writing that is worth reading. Why? In part, it may be because we feel that if we're not writing about what is happening right now, we're somehow evading our duty to memorialize current events for those who will follow, for posterity, for history, or that we are not informed enough about the source of a specific fear, COVID-19, employment, racial inequality, to write about it accurately and with precision. Or there is that shame-faced feeling that what we are writing, humorous essays, gentle lines of poetry, fiction that has nothing to do with what is happening now, that it's all somehow inappropriate, not the right kind of writing that we should be doing for this time of great consequence. That's the group I'm in. You know, when the year started, I had specific writing goals and objectives in mind. I would work on revising those short stories in my virtual file cabinet while writing new ones. I would finish revisions to two of my novel manuscripts and start pitching them to agents. I would improve my book marketing plans so I would be more appealing to those agents and publishers, as well as better known to readers who might enjoy my work. And then the world upended. And like the rest of you, I found myself in a very different landscape indeed. And I wondered if my plans, which were admittedly very me-focused, were not inherently selfish and examples of self-absorption. It was embarrassing when every day I watched healthcare workers and other essential personnel putting their lives on the line when every day I saw protesters speaking out publicly as a way to right years of wrongs, when every day I read about businesses' closings and people left without a job, without a home, without food for themselves and their families, while I sat here in my safe home office and wrote. I questioned what I should be writing instead of what I was working on. And I still question that because at some level I feel I am shirking my duty as an American and a citizen of the world if I don't use my writing talents to make a difference. So what do I do? What should I do? Should I abandon those projects I want to work on? I'm not sure that is the answer in part because I believe that all writing has a value. And while I can look for ways to integrate my personal feelings about current events in my work, I also recognize that not everything I write is a good fit for that kind of addition. And yet, 
As a child of the 60s, I know the value of protesting and the need to draw a line in the sand and say in whatever way one chooses that this is what I stand for, this is what I believe in, and this is how I will support it. Each of us must find our own way of writing through these turbulent times. Each of us must decide for ourselves if we will make our writing a way to highlight the cause we believe in or if we will keep it separate from our personal or political beliefs. But whatever decision is made, it is important to not make our writing a victim of events. Whatever you were working on before all this happened is just as valuable and important now as it was at the beginning of 2020. And if one morning you awake with the kernel of an idea to write about, a love story, a silly poem, an essay about cutting your own hair, a nonfiction piece about events that took place decades or even centuries ago. Do it. Work on it. Write it. It came to you for a reason, and you should honor its arrival. Thanks so much for listening.